Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. We Cheese on the podcast. OBP midweek coming at you in full effect live this October 24th. Another cold, rainy Wednesday in Houston, Texas, but never to fear. It's Prairie View's homecoming weekend. Um, Prairie View is the name of the college I attended, uh, HBCU, historically black college slash university. And this is homecoming weekend homecoming week for us which is a pretty big thing when you go to you know any college homecoming is a big is a big deal but historically black colleges it's a very big deal it's like a family reunion of sorts uh, a barbecue uh, a party with uh, to go along with the football game so very excited very hyped for this week not only is that Going down this week, I believe we might have HBO's final boxing broadcast for a while um, as they're retiring out the game. They might have. They said it might be. There may be a few more fights, but with Canelo gone, I don't know who else they're gonna trot out there. So this could be it uh, with uh, Daniel Jacobs fighting uh, Dermanchenko for the. Uh, I believe it might be the. IBF belt. Let me make sure I'm getting that right. Yeah, for the IBF middleweight title um, on the HBO. We got on ESPN Plus. I don't know why. We got a Pulev versus Fury for a, a IBF eliminator. And uh, so I guess for a shot to fight Anthony Joshua. And uh, also this weekend, we've got a uh, Regis Progress, uh, hopefully a guy will get on the show more, uh, sooner than later. Um, putting this interim bo- uh, WBC super lightweight title up against Terry Flanagan out there in New Orleans, which is sort of like a hometown fight for the guy. Um, you know, I like to see that people getting the fight back home to see what kind of crowds they're drawing back at the crib. But uh, a lot of boxing going on. Charlo's have set a date. They said it was going to be in Houston. They lied to us. 
but the Charlos got a date in December. Um, so we got a lot to talk about other news going on. So here, Kobalev has gone back on his word and picked a black trainer, so he's no longer racist anymore. That's the word on the streets. But before we go, like I said before, like I said for the eighth time, before we go to boxing, boxing talk, I got to take it to my guys uh, that help us out. Um, the host of the main show, which we didn't have, it was emoji sent, so I just left it at that. We didn't have our our, our, uh, our our main show, but my man RC from the Central Valley coming in said he's coming in hot today, so we got to see what RC's got to say. RC, what's popping, man? Oh man, I'm in. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, voice coming in a little raspy after a couple of the drinks I had. Excuse the noise in the background. If you hear the dogs barking. Fucking dogs downstairs, man. I'm about to toss some peanut butter down that bitch if they keep it going. But um, anyway, just enjoying the good week, man. I, You know, um, <clears throat> normally I'm a naturally hype person as it is. And I don't rely on coffee, energy drinks, things like that, like a lot of people, which are, you know, fucking zombies. Are that De La Hoya? Every day. No, 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 none of that, none of that, none of that. But, um. I had some pre-workout today. First time. I mean, I had, last time I had pre-workout was uh, last summer because it just it hits me a different way. Uh, I don't really enjoy the 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 feeling of tingling in my body and and sweating and looking like a tomato up top. But um, tried it out today. Had some pre-workout. Worked out pretty good for me. So I was really hyped today at the gym and still been hyped ever since about four o'clock today. So. Coming in hot, as I said, just been a little bit up and at it. Uh, but, man, there's been a whole lot of shit going on in boxing. I wish we could have talked about it on a Sunday. But um, made it back in the house about 8 in the morning. Stayed up to about 10 in the morning. Went to sleep when people were taking their lunch break around 12. And woke up feeling terrible. Uh, it was not going down that day, no matter as much as I wanted it to. We could have talked about the... Andrade fight that happened, or Andre, however you choose to pronounce it. Uh, but <clears throat> the fact of the matter is, with the zone and Eddie Hearn and everything they got going on, um, not the biggest fan of, not the hater of as well, but still haven't got a chance to check it out because the sour taste in my mouth left from the fight for the simple fact of the matter that Billy Joe Saunders was pulled from the fight. Uh, turned me off to the fight. Don't like to ever see a replacement or a backup come into a fight that had so much of a significance. And I think that's what kind of put a sour taste for the, for the weekend of boxing for me anyways, but always a whole lot, a whole lot of going on. Um, right now it's a good time to unwind about to get me a glass of wine and chop up everything that we got going on in the sport, man. Uh, you know, one thing I wanted to talk about real quick before we get into boxing something that kind of was big that I wanted to talk about on Sunday or Monday, whatever we had. But I, I, you could touch on it real quick, Willa, because I know it has something to do with you as well. I've been enjoying the Los Angeles Lakers going on the losing streak that they have because of LeBron blames, you know, that guy who claims to be the GOAT who's 3-6 and six in the finals and can't beat Kevin Durant. That guy, well, anyway, the whole fight that had happened over in Staples with Rajon Rondo and your man. No, they beat Kevin Durant. Oh, that's when that's he beat when Kevin Durant. 
Oh, yeah, KD was a baby. That's when LeBron had his backup. He had his boys with him, you know. Yeah, he had his he had his uh, heatles with him, you know, that that whole thing. Not five, not six, not seven, that old stuff. Yeah, yeah, he did that. I give him yeah. that. James Harden was not James Harden at that time. But anyways, the whole fight that had happened ensued in Staples, and usually when you talk about NBA fights, there's a whole lot of hold me back, bro, and guys doing all that funny stuff. But Rajon Rondo gave a – he, he gave a little two-piece to your man CP3. Credit to Chris Paul. Gave him a little uppercut on the way out. But, oh, man, Willis, I don't know how you feel about that. But when I seen that, I would have to I would have to ragdoll Rajon Rondo. We have to be – I know Chris Paul is the president of the Players Association and all that good stuff. But, man, they're going to take a lot more to get me off of Rajon Rondo or anybody, for that matter, who's going to be spitting on me. Just a – just something that I thought about, and uh, I know you had to been hyped up watching the Rockets game, uh, especially when something like that happens. If anybody's getting in the face of my players when it's when games going on, oh, I'm, I'm getting hyped. I'm yelling at the TV. I'm throwing stuff on the ground. What was your initial reaction to that? Because I know you had to be – I mean, we all know Rajon Rondo for a long time in this league is a borderline dirty player and very physical with a bad attitude. He reminds me of a mini DeMarcus Cousins. But – <laughs> that seemed to take over the, the news uh, news waves because that happened on Saturday, last Saturday. And uh, I think the fight with Rajon Rondo and uh, Chris Paul was better than the one that uh, Demetrius Boo Boo Andre had had with the DAZN fight over the weekend. Well, yeah, I, I saw it. Um, I thought it, everybody did what they were supposed to do. Rondo put a little spittle out in the air. It wasn't really like he spit at him, but it but it was spittle that came out towards his face. He gave him the mush face. You can't get you can't get spit on without doing something, and you can't let somebody poke somebody poke their finger in your face without doing something. So, you know, kudos to both guys. They've you know they're about they've been in the league about the same amount of time. Uh, one guy gets all the accolades. One guy has the ring. And and I'm sure it's just, you know, there's something that's been brewing, man. Um, two super hype competitors going at each other, man. So it is what it is. They all, Everybody got, what, two? I think Paul got two games. Rondo got three. Uh, Ingram got four. I think that's the name. Yeah, Ingram, right? Ingram got four. So, you know, nothing, nothing yeah, yeah. Uh, major happened. The biggest thing is uh, Chris Paul's losing, uh, I think, like half a million dollars with those two games. So, I'm sure even though you make a lot of money, half a milli, that's got to sting a little bit and all. But that's just letting you know how much money oh, yeah. these fools are making out there. So, uh, yeah, man, that's – I mean, yeah, it is what it is. I'm not – everybody – people are hyping it up. It was fun while it lasted, but that really wasn't nothing special. A little spittle. It wasn't like he just spit in his face, a loogie or anything like uh, – like yeah, no. It was there, savvy uh, though. It and was it savvy wasn't. though. You know, Rondo, Rondo, a vet. It was a savvy. Like, okay, I'm gonna spit on this dude, but I'm gonna make it look like I'm not spitting. It was savvy. I yeah, it, it wasn't. Old, yeah, it was a weak spit. He should have. What he should have did is uh, slap the shit out of him, like my man, uh, a little, uh, <laughs> little mellow ball did. Did that guy over there overseas? That's what a little spit. <laughs> I old, forgot about. He should have slapped the shit. Yeah, he should have slapped the shit out of that guy. So that's what should happen. But uh, but yeah, let, before we take it to Janelle real quick, um, I want to shout out to people. Hey, we got Hurricane Willa hitting Mexico. 
uh, I hate that my my name is being uh, used as a hurricane, you know, um, especially attacking Mexico. Yes, it's Hurricane Willa, and and um, you know, and it's going towards Mexico, a place where I hold deep in my heart. Uh, you know, holds a special place in my heart, especially when it comes to boxing. And um, yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, Shout and, out to all the yeah, breaking my virginity. So I got a big thing for Mexicans <laughs> as, as it goes down like that. So, yeah, hold y'all's head up out there. Hurricane Willow don't got nothing to do with me. Uh, I denounce the name. Everybody, y'all stay up. Y'all stay safe, man. So let's take it to my man Janelle uh, out there in the East Coast or wherever he's at. He's probably uh, kicking some bamboo, getting his uh, knees sharp for his uh, tournaments that he's going in. Uh, Janelle, what's popping, man? <laughs> I just got back from Florida and um, I just left training. I, I got a few fights coming up, so uh, you know, I'm listening to the show here, which I gotta say, you know what I mean. Hit the top it up with y'all. Where are you at in Florida? Oh, I left. Um, I just left. Florida. I was down in on Maryland. My mom's in Miramar, and I was on Full Island because it's some property on Full Island Beach. I'm about to lease out. You know what I mean, just making some investments, trying to do my thing, you know. Yeah, hey, Janelle, I might, hey, at about, at the, in 2019, dog, I might need to start investing with you, dog. I got my money. I've been, you know, hey. I've been splurging for the last couple of years. Hey, you're more I got than my welcome, money man. right. I, hey, I know you I probably got, got some kind so of, uh, yeah, I know you said you was Jamaican, so I know you got some scams running, man. I probably need to get a part of that. Actually, I got some plans going yeah, on down in Houston soon, too, though. I'm going to well, yeah, my, hey, my money's looking good now. I haven't seen the daycare. Huh? I said, I'll Say be what? ready in 2019, dog. I said, I'll be ready in investment in 2019, dog. All right, let me know because Houston's sure, on, on the list as well. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah, you, but you know, some day, if you need some day laborers, I got a lot of folks out here in Central Cali that'll work for like a dollar a day. Let me know. Actually, San Diego, are we doing a – Oh, one of my trainer daycares. I'm gonna have my um, my cousin's um, uh, wife running one of my daycares. Okay, I have a chain daycares all around the country as well. So, you know I mean, I got her running San Diego. About to be open up real soon. Uh, children's growth and development. Open up real soon, San Diego, California. Man, there you go. And there, Janelle worldwide with his hustle, as we know, as we know. He's a marketing genius. He said it many times before, man. So, shout out to Janelle, man. Let's get to this boxing talk. Um, yeah. Oh, we got a pretty, pretty good fight this fight. weekend. I can't wait. Yeah, pretty good fight, good fight this fight weekend. weekend. Uh, no, Daniel really Jacobs, good fight. I think Jacob, uh, I mean, Jacob's hey, uh, got Janelle, a really good fight. Janelle, what you doing, man? Hey. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Let me bring it in. Let me bring it in, Doug. Hey, so, uh, we got our man Daniel Jacobs uh, fighting uh, Sergey. Dermachenko, uh, uh, Jacobs thirty four and two, and uh, Dermachenko twelve and zero, uh, well with ten KOs. They're fighting for that uh, IBF middleweight title, the vacant one that got stripped from uh, Janelle's boy Triple G. And uh, I think it's going to be a hell of a fight. You got the up and up and coming, even though he's I think they're about the same age. He might be older. I, I need to look up their age, but they're at least around the same age. Daniel Jacobs. Versus uh, Dermachenko. Or Dermachenko, yeah, I think he's pretty, I think he's older. He might be in his 30s. 
but he's older. Uh, but he's a, a, you know, he's one of those Russians coming up from the amateurs. They like to stay as long as possible so they can beat up on a, a young African American men because they know once they go pro, it's going to be hard to do because they'll be fighting, you know, grown ass men. So that's what they like to do. But Sergey Demichenko is pretty damn good. I'm not. And I think this is going to be a pretty damn good fight. Uh, and Janelle has a it's a reason that he's excited, man. So, hey, RC, since Janelle is so excited, man, we're going to let, let him go ahead and put his two cents in first about the fight. Yeah, um, yeah. And go ahead and give your pick and everything, Janelle. No, y'all can go ahead and give y'all pick. No, no, no. We, we give it to you, man. No big deal. Well, I'm driving right now, so that's why it's like, oh. Uh... Uh, give me a moment. Give me a moment. Okay. All right. Well, RC, man, take it away. All right. Uh, drive safe, Janelle, first and foremost. But uh, this is a really good fight, though. I like uh, the, the energy Janelle got about it right off top. This is a boxing man's fight that probably won't hit the main waves uh, as far as the mainstream audience. Um, when you talk about uh, what's going on this weekend? Oh, uh, Jacob Zervichenko, the the common man, be like, what? Who's that? But for boxing fans, I think it'll be a, a really entertaining fight. Um, from the jump off, as far as entertainment standpoint goes, the fighting styles that they both have, um, I think that when it comes to the trainer that you know says that you know going with Jacobs because that's my guy. We don't know what time it is when it comes to who he was going to side with when it comes to. Uh, Pay-wise and all that, definitely going to go with Jacobs. Um, I hadn't seen who's going to be training Dervichenko because a lot of people had speculations that that was one of the reasons that Golovkin voided that fight with Dervichenko and lost one of his titles when, you know, for all these years, he was saying, you know, it's all about my belt, my belt, you know, the most title defenses and all that. But for him to turn down a fight in which got his belt stripped, that raised eyebrows for a lot of people. Why is he worried about a guy who I, I, I'm not a – off the top of my head, I believe he only has 14 fights, maybe 15, something like that. Very little experience as far as professional 12. fights under his belt. 12, 12. You know, that's, uh, that's very little. Um, so a lot of people kind of question why would he uh, run? Why would he duck a guy like that as it seems to duck? You know, the, the 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 defenders would probably say, oh, you know, you get a bigger name or or whatever, whatever. But fighting by his mother, Rosen, a guy who wasn't fought for two years, especially not at that weight. Says otherwise, um, but if you look at it, they're both training under the same guy. They being Danny Jacobs and Sergey Dervichenko, and we all know that round six through twelve with Jacobs and Golovkin didn't really go so well for Gennady Gennadyevich Golovkin, aka Triple G, aka Mexican style, aka you know the machine, all that good stuff. Um, We've seen his body get worked, and I think that Golovkin was going to worry about a similar attack with uh, a, a lot more um, film, so to speak, for the game style that they'd have. So that's when a lot of people really got the knowledge of, of – or not knowledge, but awareness of Dervichenko. You know, maybe you have that same style as fighting with uh, – that Jacobs would have and same game plan, but take it to another level. Uh, <clears throat> with that said, I think that – It'll be very interesting to to see uh, how the fight plays out. Um, you got cornermen that trains both guys. Want to see them both do well. Both of them going for a vacant title, and we all know that Jacobs needs to get a title. That way, 
he can have some sort of leeway and try to get some of the bigger fights with having something that you could have a unification bout with in the, in the foreseeable future. Same goes for Derevchenko. But um, I really like this fight, man. I'm a big Danny Jacobs fan. You know, the uh, we, we undermine it at times, but at the same time, you got to remember that uh, I, I don't think Danny Jacobs is afraid of anybody in the division. You know, he refers to a guy that a lot of people were scared of or a lot of people have hype about, or a lot of people put over being uh, Jamal Charlo by calling him Simba. Um, not afraid to get in there with him. Um, we've seen Danny Jacobs have a suit and tie type of a professionalism to him, but when it comes down to the nitty-gritty that Brooklyn comes out in him, and we've seen how that goes when you bring the dog out in him. You know, the guys survived cancer. <laughs> I mean, uh, kudos to that. Because, uh, you know, if you beat cancer, you probably ain't worried about anybody who, who piss and bleed like the same way you do. Uh, but I'm a big fan of Jacobs, man. I, I've always been a big fan of him. Um, met him a long time ago at the uh, StubHub Center when Sean Porter had lost to Kel Brook. And just a, a really cool dude had a good conversation. I've been a fan ever since. And not only a fan from the, the person outside the ring, but his fighting style. I mean, how could you not like to fight it, style, Danny Jacobs? Great dude all around, uh, blue collar, white hat, all that good stuff. And I'm looking forward to this fight, man. I think that this fight will, if you could get the uh, audience to see and give it a chance, they'll be enjoyed. They'll be very enjoyed for what their eyes are seeing. It'll be an eye candy fight for those who are into the fight game and want to see some uh, uh, blood and guts and want to see dudes that are not so much into the technical or technical uh, uh, evasive boxing, but I think that it'll be a, a phone booth fight for whoever's going to uh, take ring generalship for the first few rounds. So um, I think that's going to take place, and, and guys are going to, uh, whoever it may be, it could be Jacobs, what I'm expecting, could be Derevchenko. Uh You never know about a guy who's in a world title fight who, you know, doesn't know when they're going to get that opportunity again to go for both men. But um, I'm really, really, really excited for this fight, um, as Willa mentioned, to be one of the last telecasts for HBO Boxing that we might ever see. I'm not sure what they got lined up for December or whatnot, but this one will be the one with the most significance, that's for sure. So that gives it another reason for those to check it out. But, um, you know, I'm really looking forward to the style of this fight because I don't see this fight being a fight that's going to be uh, much for boo birds coming out in the fight for anybody trying to establish position or or figure out pieces to the puzzle for the for the first let's say few rounds you know there ain't going to be much filling out rounds uh guys already spar together and all that stuff so uh, when they're comfortable with the way that they both know what they can do at let's say 50 percent maybe 65 percent on the turned up day you know when it's all for the when it's for for all the chips and you're all in it can only make for that much better so um, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, and, and it, you know, dog in the fight 100% is Danny Jacobs, and I expect for him to get the W off top. Um, I'm, I'm looking for him to get the W by unanimous decision, but I wouldn't be surprised if the fight gets stopped, um, you know, based on a guy being too tough for himself and one Sergey Derbachenko. Uh And that's exactly what Jacobs knows he needs. He knows he needs to get stop uh, stoppage because, you know, he was in uh, a 12-round bout with a guy like Luis Arias, who guys 
that he should have knocked out. You know, he wasn't on his level, all this and that. But, you know, he dominated every round. Can't do much better than that unless you do knock him out. But dominating a guy every round, young, hungry fighter, that's just going to happen. So I think he knows he needs a a little bit of an exclamation mark on this fight and put his stamp on it if he wants to go forward and maybe hit the bank with the Canelo fight. We already know he's uh, in good, even good circles as far as with Eddie Hearn and now with Dizone moving forward along with Canelo in the same, under the same umbrella. So Danny Jacobs knows what he got to do, and he's 36 minutes away from probably one of the biggest paydays of his career. So I expect to see a hungry man in that fight, and I expect him to put on a really good performance. And I'm looking forward to it, Willa. Well, I think it's going to be a good fight. Uh, like I said before, uh, these guys, just I thought they were of similar age, even though Dermachenko is 12-0. Uh, and 0, He's 32 years old um, with uh, my man uh, – about to turn 32 in April, so or in February. So, you know they're close to the same age. Dermachenko's uh, definitely older, uh, but less seasoned in the game. But he has a great amateur pedigree, and that's why people were sort of scared of him. People meaning uh, Triple G, Janelle's boy. But it should be a great fight. Um, like you said, Jacobs, his last fight. Against Luis Arias, he went. Uh, it was uh, he went 12 rounds. That was a fight coming right off the Triple G fight where he he should have proved and had a showcase that knocked him out. And I think I gave him like a B or C. Then he fights Saluki Seleki. Uh, he got some uh, unnamed guy we've never heard of. He goes 12 rounds with him. So for me to think that he's going to knock out Dervinchenko, I think. Uh, I think that I don't know. You know, if he's fighting, you know, he fought Golovkin in uh, beginning of the seventeen. I mean, if he fights like that, maybe he he'll have a better chance at uh, at at beating Dermanchenko. But we got to remember Dermanchenko. I mean, he hasn't fought anybody either, but he's coming off of just knocking everybody out, uh, similar to Triple G. But he's not <laughs> he's not thirty five, thirty. 36. He's he's right around that prime, especially when it comes to boxing men of grown men size. So it's going to be a great fight. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I want to see what Danny Jacobs has. Um, I never, even though he's he's uh, he's part of the home team, I've never been a a fan of Danny Jacobs for some reason. It's uh, I mean not a fan. I've never been a big fan uh, a big fan of his. I enjoy what he does. I give him respect mm. and had him pick to beat beating Triple G, but when it comes down to it, he doesn't have that. He doesn't have that star appeal. He's a guy that sort of fades away to the background. If you don't see him, you're not talking about him, and um, you know. And that's just because that's the type of guy he is. No, you know, that's no hate or anything. He's just not a guy that makes you want to see what he's going to do. And especially when I did want to see what he was going to do. Uh, after the Triple G fight, which I'm like, okay, he won. He should start knocking boys out and claiming that he's the best out here. And he goes 12 rounds. He goes 24 rounds with two bums. So, you know, even though Jacobs is, is highly skilled and he is one of the top in the division, um, the last two fights didn't show us that. Is it because they were two 
uh, lower-level guys, and he just brought his skill level down, uh, maybe. But we've seen we've seen fights like that with Danny Jacobs before. But he got up for the Triple G fight. Is Dermanchenko enough for him to get up? You know, it's going to have to be a pretty dead-on uh, Jacobs to beat this guy. He's pretty damn good. Um, but before we make our picks, uh, let's see if Janelle is ready to talk about it. Or is he still driving? Let me check him out. Hey, Janelle, you ready to make the picks or are we, we move Yeah, on? you the one that don't like black fighters. You just bad as Jacob. You talking about me not liking black fighters. Look at you. Wow. Don't oh. ever talk about me again. Don't ever talk about me again speaking out on black African-American fighters. Don't ever. Don't ever, <laughs> Willa. Don't ever, 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 ever do that again. Ever, ever, hey, ever. The only reason you like the only reason you like uh, Jacobs is because he's from New York, dog. We mean, we mean, I'm from Florida. I'm made from Dade County. We talk about. Oh, uh, now, uh, now you Dade County, man. Come on, man. <laughs> I graduated high school in Miami. What are you talking about, man? That's why I was born in Miami. I seen you with the uh, with the chinchilla fur on, man, and the coochie sweater. Now, they don't do that in Miami. That's a New York thing. I understand that, but I mean, I'm saying I'm more I, actually, I was conceived in the Bronx. My mom's and pops met in the Bronx, but I was born in Miami. Most of my mom's size in Miami. Let me. Hey, I my feel you, man. Hey, so, what? How you? I know you're excited about the fight, man. Go ahead, and break it down for us. What you see? Tell us why you're excited. Tell us what you see. Hey, I mean, I think Jacobs is going to have a problem with him, but and this is uh, when it's time for him to shine. And, 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 and I mean, I think Jacobs that kind of fighter that you know what I'm saying. If he's not up for a fight, like he was up for the Peel Quinlan fight, it was a big fight. He scores him in the first round. And, and, and I mean, up for the Triple G fight, you know I mean, he put up a hell of a performance. It's like Jacob's having a guy that he needs He needs that fear. He needs that threat of a guy that can bring a problem to him in order for him to, like, to really shine. And and this fight does that. I think Jacob's will rise to the occasion. And he's going to really show everyone that, hey, all right, this is the reason why Canelo and Triple G aren't going to fight me. Um, I think it's going to be very, a very tough fight um, in the beginning, but I think he's going to pull out and really just show the world like why he's the best middleweight out there, and he's going to, and he's going to, he's going to rise to the occasion. I don't think he's going to score a knockout. I mean, if he does, kudos to him. But Jacob's a guy that uh, doesn't go looking for knockouts, and I don't think it's a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying thing, it's easy to go uh, 12 rounds in boxing. It's actually very difficult, but you, know what I'm you don't want to punch yourself out. And Jacobs is a boxer before he's a puncher. You know, he's not going to go looking for knockouts. But if he gets it, he gets it. But I think he's going to rise to the occasion in this fight, and he's going to really show the world that he's the best one that's going to out there. But like I said, there's going to be problems in this fight. And he's got to be very careful. This guy's power. This guy can punch hard. Pedigree of a day, Jacobs. I think Jacobs is going to show the world that, hey, he's the best out there. I'm close. I'm calling probably a decision of victory, but I won't be surprised if he does score a stoppage. So you've nope. got uh, you got Jacobs at twelve. So so what did I say that that was that was so bad? Because I said exactly what you said. No, not necessarily. I mean, you were just bashing, but how you're not really a fan of him? It's because he's a black fighter. That's the reason why I understand. I understand, <laughs> no, I understand no, no, what it is. I'm not a fan because he's maybe because he's a is. New York black fighter. I don't really have a disdain for those guys for some reason, but it is what it is, man. I hope hopefully he wins, man. You got him at uh, you say you got. 
it doesn't matter if you're north or south, you know, the east or west, man, we all want. But, but yeah, you hate. But yeah, you hate on black fighters. It don't matter where you're from. I mean, why can't you? Hey, if you don't see white folks, that I haven't picked against them yet, though. I, I might hate on them, but I haven't picked against them yet. So. You know, we'll nah, wait and see what, like what, what, where I go with. You say you don't like New York. You say you don't like New Yorkers now. You say you, you don't like New Yorkers now. But, but, but see, no, I no, no. I didn't say I didn't. I, I didn't say I didn't like them. I didn't say I didn't like them. You know, nah, I got a lot like of people out there in New York, I, man. I don't like black fighters. I don't say you don't like black fighters. Yeah, Janelle, I, don't Janelle, I just don't think. You know, let, let's see if let's see if Jacob gets the Canelo fight and Willa gives his real feelings about Jacobs coming in. Huh? Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. Hey, but Canelo ain't fighting Jacobs. He's not fighting Jacobs. He know that. Hey, Willa knows yeah, that. Canelo's Canelo's on the bigger and better things, man. But so we've got we've got Janelle, we've got Janelle talking about uh, we've got Janelle picking the unanimous. You say unanimous decision, Janelle? Uh, yeah. Well, no, no, I'm saying majority decision. Um, I think it's gonna be a tough fight, but I think uh, Jacobs will give away some rounds early just for the fact he's gonna be a little too respectful. It's like he was a Triple G fight. Early in the fight, kind of gave some rounds away because uh, it's like he was being a little too cautious. Of course, because Triple G can't bang. So, of course, you know what I'm saying? But, and I can see that happening also in this fight also, in the early rounds. He might give away a few early rounds just being a little too cautious. And Jacobs is known for that. All right. Cool, cool. So, uh, it's a majority decision. So, Oh, got a majority decision picked by Janelle. RC, uh, who do you uh, give us? I guess you said you were going with Jacobs. Let us know how it happened. I think I heard knockout. Uh, I think it's possible, but I, I, I'm going with the unanimous decision in this one. I see Jacobs uh, seeing what opportunity lies ahead and really bringing out the A game that he's been a, uh, a little bit lagging when it comes to fights where he should have had better performances. But, um, I definitely see Jacobs um, eyeing the foreseeable future in a big payday, big recognition, pay-per-view, all that good stuff. And I think that he, he takes care of Dervichenko very soundly and handily. Uh, might struggle a little bit in some early rounds, but I could definitely see him picking up and and uh, and uh, diminishing some of those rounds that might be early uh, favoritism for Dervichenko, say a minute 30 or something like that, where he's doing some work and Jacobs just – uh, cleaning up the mess that's been spilled in the first few minutes. I see. I see Jacobs coming out with this one unanimously, um, but uh, a knockout is not that far fetched. But I'm still going with this one to the cards. All right, we've got two to the cards, and uh, guess that leaves me to make my pick. And you know, everything in me, everything in me, wants me to go with. Danny Jacobs from the performance that he gave us against Gennady Golovkin where I was there live New York where we at MS, uh, Madison Square Garden people live well no people weren't live everybody's silent because the hometown guys putting the whipping on this foreigner so good very proud of Danny Jacobs but his last two fights his last two fights, he ain't he, he wasn't hungry, and 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 I understand that you know some people need to get hyped for the fight, and but I haven't seen a lot of talking, I haven't seen a lot of I haven't seen the press conferences at all, so maybe I'm just missing them. But 
haven't seen a lot of talking, a lot of anything from either side. Uh, I know they both had the same trainer, right? And so the guy, the guy has a little knowledge of what of what uh, Dermachenko is going to be doing. But I might see a Rocky two happening out here with the Russian uh, whooping Apollo Creed's ass and sleeping him, not killing, but asleep. We've seen <coughs> Jacobs go down. You haven't seen it lately. But we've seen it before. With this guy coming off and just crushing everybody, I think I'm going to have to pick officially Dermanchenko with the eight-round stoppage. Um, I hate to do that. I really do. But Jacob says, you know, he hasn't shown me anything the last year and a half, and Dermachenko has. One guy, I said, okay, this guy's doing something. The other guy, I said, hey, this guy isn't doing anything. These are bones. So we're going to see. Don't get me wrong. If Jacobs is Triple G Jacobs, it's going to be a real good fight. But if he's not, if he's, these last two, if he's the Jacobs from the last two fights, he's going to sleep. And uh, there's no if ands, or buts about it. Uh, R.C., anything you want to say before we get to the next couple of topics? Are you sure that's what you want to lay your 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 your, your pick on? Well, that's a mighty fine, bold statement right there, my man. Eighth round knockout for Dervachenko and Danny Jacobs. Why are you hating on the brother, man? Tell him, Janelle. Just. I think he don't like black fighters, man. I can't believe this shit, Willis. <laughs> I can't believe this. Hey, Willis, don't ever talk down on me not liking black fighters again. Don't, don't ever make that. Don't ever again. Ever, ever again. Please don't. Because I would never. Hey, we've this heard one. it from you, man. I, I, hey, look. I would never. Hey, I would never forget this one. Are you serious? Don't forget it. Remember, hey, you've got to remember this. Knockout? Remember this on. Remember this on Sunday, when it happened. <laughs> Remember this on Sunday when wow. you're like, hey, Willa, you know, and I'm going to say it has nothing to do with hate when it just comes to making picks. I'm telling you, I want to pick Jacobs just off of, you know, um, he's American and, and, and he's and he's black. You know, I want to I want to uh-huh. do that, but I can't pick. I can't pick with my heart. I got to pick with my brain. And from what I see, well, you're not using going to sleep. sleep. Hey, you're not using your brain right now. Hey, you're not using your brain, man. <laughs> you're not, dog. You're not. Sleep. I'm sorry, dog. As they say down the south, hell no, <laughs> hell no. Well, th- well, well, this will go down as one of the boldest predictions if 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 it comes out right with Dervachenko beating Danny Jacobs in eight rounds. I just want to let you know that you would be down, you'd be going down in history either either or. And you're gonna be the so, laughing stock of the show come Sunday, and we're gonna clown on him hard, uh, Harcy. We're gonna clown on him hard, hard. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just remember who picked Postal, man. Just remember who hey, picked hey, Postal, hey, so. Hey, I'm bringing up knock, well. I ain't picking knockout. I didn't say a knockout no eight hey, round, I'm picking, man. Hey, I'm picking KO, man. But hey, exactly. is what it is. We're, talking, we're talking about a guy that got dropped by the snake. So, you know, I'm not wow. really, I'm not really, I don't think it's really that, that outlandish. We'll see what happens. 
going to be a great fight. Um, two guys that are coming up on the ends of their careers, and, well, the end, not their careers, end of their primes, and they need to make something happen very soon. So both of them will be trying to get that next big payday. But both of them, as we've seen, have been dodged and will probably still get dodged, even though they have one of the belts. So, so uh, the next topic, man, spent a while on that one. Uh, there's a few other fights going on, nothing too hype on ESPN2. Like I said, we got Pulev, 25-1 and one, uh, against uh, oh, uh, Huey, uh, Huey, not Huey, Huey Fury. Uh, he's 21-1 and one for IBF. Eliminator. Um, I'm not. I don't really give a shit. Uh, both of these guys aren't really that good to me, even though they both only have one loss. They're heavyweights with that are barely doing twenty, uh, doing fifty percent, barely over fifty percent knockout rate. That's no good to me. I don't want to see that shit. Um, RC, you got anything on that fight? Or also. Our guy Regis uh, Progress is fighting on the zone, and the zone has another fight again. Uh, another fight. They've got the good thing about the zone is every weekend they got about eight eight damn fights on there, so it's boxing every week. Um, Progress is fighting Terry Flanagan. Progress is twenty two and 0, 19 KOs. Terry Flanagan thirty one and one with thirteen KOs for the interim world boxing. Uh, no, the interim WBC uh, super lightweight title. Um, any any thoughts on those two fights, uh, RC? I don't care about Huey Fury. That guy's a cheater. Um, but for Regis Progress, he better look good. That's all I'm going to say. He better look good because Jose Ramirez was just in what a lot of people are calling a fight of the year candidate out in the Central Cali of Fresno, California, at Saymar Center. And people are starting to like what they see. Uh, the, the voice of Joe Tessitore. And, I mean, just having a, a, a barn burner of a performance that he just had on ESPN doing some really good numbers. Progress pro better show up. He better look good because we all know that there's a one-way ticket to that WBC title around Jose Ramirez's waist in which he won in the 2000 WBC championship fight. And it's in a really foreseeable future. I'm talking about next fight, possibly. So, uh, Progress better look good. That's all I know. And uh, if he don't, well, we already know what's coming down the road with a fight with him and Jose Ramirez. So um, put a stamp on it because Jose Ramirez did his part by having a, a fight of the year candidate, even though I might not agree with that, but a lot of people out there are, are putting that out there. So you just got to run with it. But I'm looking really forward to seeing that Regis Progress fight. And I expect him to get out of that fight within nine rounds unscathed. And yeah, I mean, Flanagan isn't a uh, isn't a, any a, a bum at any point. I think he's a uh, former uh, lightweight champion, so he's coming up. Uh, I think he fought so he fought Maurice Hooker for the super lightweight uh, WBO super lightweight championship. His last fight, and he uh, got a he lost in a split decision. Maurice Hooker is pretty good. Um, he beat Petre. Uh, uh, Petrov, who's all right. He has a few good wins. Flanagan isn't a bum. So if if uh, Regis Progross goes out there and whips his ass, he's, that's not going to be looking good for your boy out there on the west side. I can't ever say his name, Ragaru. I don't know what the hell that means, like monster or something like that. But uh, 
Yeah, I'm looking. Uh, I don't know if I'll be able to catch it, but I'll, I'll definitely peep it before we get on the show. Um, I don't know exactly what time it comes on, but if it's between that, like I said, I'm going to be out in the country. So if it's between watching that and this uh, and the Daniel Jacobs fight, I'm going to be watching the Jacobs fight. But I'll definitely uh, catch it true, true. on the YouTube the next day because um, you can't, I can't record it. So, uh, but shout out right, to right. yeah, shout out to uh, Regis uh, Progress. That was uh, he's got a big fight coming up, a step up fight. Uh, show that he's yeah, uh, yeah. he's a top contender out here. So we'll see, and then. Of course, we'll get a, a good fight against your boy out there, where the South comes up there and whips that ass. Yeah, yeah. Like bring that, bring that like, same energy. Like from, football, bring like that same Vince, energy. Like when Vince went to Southern California and pump faked his way to the championship. That's the type of stuff that happens when the South all goes I, out there to come, the West Coast. All I know is you want to come from Louisiana to the No, we're gonna move with some furniture in this motherfucker. So he better bring that same energy that he always got, because. Uh, Paul's gonna be put on them. That's all I know. In the in the, in the, in the yeah. county of the Bulldogs, you know. Yeah, definitely, man. And uh, uh, before let's see what Janelle see if Janelle's got any words on this. Hey, Janelle, any uh, thoughts on those two fights? No, I I don't really got any any good um, insight on those fights. Honestly, I can't say I do. Okay. Well, cool. Sounds good, man. Well, well, we'll end it with uh, well, we'll end the topics off with um, the Charlos. They just, finally got I'm a. Just uh, a I'm just still all over you, man. Picking Jay Pernaka, I still can't believe that shit. But all right, let's talk about Charlos. Hey. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. Now we're talking about some real, some real G's in the game. Uh, nah, Jamal and Jamal Charlo. Right Charlos is a very basic fighter. He's a very basic fighter. He's no different than what Broner was at 130 and 135. He's just strength and athleticism. But the, uh, Charlo, I think Canelo will beat Charlo. I think he'll beat him pretty easily. 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 Okay, well, as, as we see, as we see uh, Janelle doing what he usually does, and that's player hate on the African-American fighter, oh, unless they're <laughs> from New York. If they're from New York, even though he's from Miami, if they're from New York, he's going to show them love. Like, I'm sure Jab Zuda is like one of his Spence. favorite fighters. I like Spence. I like Spence. Actually, Spence is from but New York he, also, but, yeah, he was raised in Dallas. He was raised in Dallas, but see, I like Spence. Yeah, he's though. from New York. It's, like got, it's got something to do with that. We understand, man. But but the Charlos, man, they have finally got up. They've got another uh, – I think they've done it before where both where both of them were on their card, but maybe they weren't headlining. But this fight, this time they get to uh, – they get the headliner card on – December 22nd in Brooklyn on um, PBC at the Barclays um, against uh, Young Mel's fighting Tony Harrison and Jamal will fight uh, his arch nemesis Millie, Millie, Willie Monroe Jr. So um, they, was, they were talking about it was supposed to be in Houston. It would have been great if it was, but obviously it's not going to be. Um, but I think these are two good fights. Uh, Jamel putting up his uh, – it's WBO title uh, at what is that super welterweight light light middleweight or junior middleweight, and then uh, Jamal they're fighting for some interim WBC. Um, you know he was supposed to fight Gennady Golovkin, but he's not gonna. Uh, that's definitely not gonna happen. But 
pretty good card uh, out there. Going to be another free fight on Fox. Uh, the Charlos get into, uh, you know, get a little more clout in the game. Um, being on Fox, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people watch it, uh, free TV. So, anything, RC, are you, uh, have you heard about that? Uh, what are your thoughts on the Charlos uh, having their own card? And also, they say they don't know which one will fight, will be the main event. They're going to flip a coin to see who does that. I thought that was pretty cool. Brothers out there, you know, that's going to be hard <laughs> to do. But I'm sure they're, sure they're both oh. getting about the same what, same amount of money, maybe. So, how do you see how that goes? They're not going to flip a coin. They're just being funny entertainers. That's all they are. But I'm glad that they both got a fight because uh, they went from Lions only to Lions Lonely, it seemed like, for a little while because we were just waiting to see them get back in the ring. I mean, especially after the lackluster performance that was against Austin Trout. Uh, what was it? Uh, <laughs> Mares Santa Cruz fight. Hey, you like that one, huh? <laughs> the Mares Santa Cruz fight where it wasn't the greatest performance against Austin Trout. It's good for them to get back in the ring and establish their position. Um, which is, well, let's be honest, man, a stacked division for both for both male and male. When you're talking about male, uh, you, you got uh, Jared Swift Hurd, who is looking really forward to that fight. Seems like he wants all the smoke. He's also going to be on the Wilder Fury undercard just announced today, so he'll get his fight in December. If you do the math, we might see them around May or something like that if that does go down. Um, for Maul, uh, you know, possible fight with Golovkin moving forward from this. I don't see him having any trouble with the one of the guys I like to categorize as the sacrificial sheep of boxing when it comes to certain divisions and being one Willie Monroe Jr. Uh, you know, I got to give him credit for taking this fight because I don't think he's standing a snowball chance in hell in this fight. And I think it could get ugly because, you know, Willie Monroe looks the part. He reminds me of Tim Bradley in a way, but Tim Bradley being a way better fighter. Uh, he he looks like a guy who's got knockout power, always shows up in top physical condition, looks really chopped up, and uh, really just has no knockout power. Uh, similar, <laughs> he's like a polymelanagy or something like that. He, he, Tim Bradley, exactly, he doesn't have no knockout power, even though he looks the part. But um, I expect this one to be a great performance for both Charlos. Um, far slipping a coin, that's nonsense. We already know that Jamal is going to headline. Um, and I think uh, Maul being the hitman or whatever it is. But um, I expect to see a great performance from the both of them. And um, looking forward to seeing some good fireworks going on. We'll talk about later in the year, December and stuff like that. So uh, you want to end the new year with a bang and uh, lead that into the new year being 2019. So, uh Pretty cool that they're both on the same card. I like to, I like to see the Charlos work, even though um, you know I, I don't buy into the hype as much as everybody else does with the Charlos. Um, but I, I, I'm a fan of both guys, and I like to see them get in the ring and do some work. I just, uh, you know, both of them went to, to the cards with Austin Trout and things like that. Just leave a, 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 a stain in the back of my mind when I see these guys fighting. So um, I want to see some more performances like we've seen uh, Jamal put on when he was on the uh, Browner undercard with Jesse Vargas. I need to see some more of that kind of in-ring performances, especially when it comes to making bigger and better fights in the foreseeable future. But, um, yeah, I'm hyped for it. I like it. I like it. I'm glad that they could work together. That's a real tag team because they are twinsies and all that stuff. And I expect both of them them 
to be twinning come December 22nd, you said? 27th, one of the two? Second, yeah. Second. 22nd, 22nd. all right, yeah, for sure. I- I'm looking forward to it. I'm a fan of the guys. I really am. But it just seemed like for a little while, uh, you know, you had Billy Joe and, and even though Andre, Andre and Billy Joe didn't go down, you got uh, Dervichenko and Jacobs going down uh, and things like that. It just seemed – and then, you know, Canelo and Triple G. It just seemed like the middleweight division was on fire for a little bit this year. And, uh, you know, you didn't hear much from the Charlos. So uh, glad to see them both getting, uh, getting their feet wet again because it's been a little bit of a while. So um, looking forward to that, though, really, though. All right, that's a bit on that. Uh, we already heard Janelle player hate on these guys, so he's he he definitely isn't going to be going to the Barclays to check them out. Any um any other news, RC? You want to talk about before we get out of here? Uh, yeah, I think uh, I seen Michaela Mayer t- uh, tweeting earlier today that she will be fighting in Houston, Texas, uh, in December seventeenth, I believe, something like that. I have to double check, but. That will be Michaela Mayer's sixth fight of 2018, and uh, I believe it will be put on ESPN telecast. And uh, man, uh, when I seen that, I was like, "Will it, just just find something to do that weekend? Take the family out to the park, or or some sort of something, something. Just you don't need to go to that fight. I just wonder who's gonna be. Something. You don't you don't know what card that's gonna be. What day you say it's gonna be? It barely got announced today. I believe it's December 17th, something like that. It might be the 16th, but uh, 100% she's not going to be headlining, so I'm not sure what card it's going to be. I know for sure it's not on the 22nd, so it won't be on that card that you're talking about for the Charlos. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, seen, I, I was surprised to see it today because, I mean, damn, she just had her fifth fight of the year last month. So uh, Shorty's staying busy, but uh, – um, always giving love and, and keeping a close eye on Michaela Mayer, not only for the looks, but for the work in the gym. And I'm uh, looking forward to seeing her get back to business. So uh, I think that's about it, man. Other than that, uh, it's a good day uh, moving forward as far as um, the basketball season, because the Kings have more wins than the King in basketball. And I'm loving every single minute of LeBron James losing every game that he can, especially that last game, blowing free throws, missing the last shot. Against the Spurs, sorry, ass. Oh, man, that's great. That's great. That's great. Welcome to the West, Bronny. It ain't that easy when you come over here. I know for damn sure LeBron James, if we could get, if we could just give him some truth serum and be like, LeBron, tell us what's on your mind right now. I guarantee you what he was going to say. And what he would say is, man, when we play Atlanta, could we play the Hawks already? Because <laughs> he, he played them about 20 times a year in Cleveland, and that was easy work. So welcome to the West, Bron Bron. Ain't nothing easy over here, buddy. Wow, that's cruel. That's cruel. Hey, man, the truth hurts. You know, and like I always tell people, the truth is like vegetables. You may not like the way it tastes, but it's good for you. Now, I think well, LeBron's I think three. get it together eventually. I think they'll get it together. Man. Yeah, they'll LeBron's together, three games in. Um, they'll go they look like a new. Well, they've been in every game that they've lost, right? I think one went to o- yeah, overtime. They- uh, they've been in it, you know. They got guys. They got life and death with these club teams. They got to get their chemistry down pack. That's all. I mean, it's just the. You know what I mean, not gonna happen. Luke Walton ain't no coach. Lonzo Ball's trash. 
JaVel McGee's garbage. He a dumpster fire his whole career. Who they got? I mean, Kuzma don't play no defense. Lakers is garbage, and I can't wait. November 10th, I will be at Sacramento's arena to see LeBron up close and personal and tell him how I really feel. Then I'll be back on December 27th to go see them come back to Sacktown. So I'm looking forward to that. That's the two dates I got marked for this year, and uh, I'll be seeing Bronny real soon. Well, well, that's uh, I think that's how we'll end it with uh, RC dreaming that Sacramento Kings are gonna beat the LA Lakers. We gonna be the dog uh, shit out. We ain't gonna beat them. LeBron's not losing to the Kings. Um, Kings are what they are. That's uh, pretty much garbage. Super team, but young super team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, super something, but you know, it's just now starting. We're gonna see what LeBron does. He's got to get. You got to let him get a little time to get it together. If he doesn't get it together by Christmas time, uh, it's gonna be well. Probably in the West, you probably got to get it a little earlier than that. But if you don't get it, get yeah. it together by Thanksgiving, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be bad for him. But they look like they're all they right. Stop supporting they don't play any defense. Stop supporting that. They're not playing really? any defense. No, no, I support Lonzo Ball, who's been balling. Lonzo's been balling last wow. when I saw him. Uh, when I saw him against the Rockets, I think he was fifty uh, percent, like uh, four of eight, or maybe no, something crazy like that. In uh, three, uh, well, that's, that's he was the Rockets, actually. Though. The Rockets don't play no defense. Nobody. Does. Lonzo Ball can't be held, so I just want I want to see these guys play. I enjoy watching them ball. I, I, so uh, we'll see what LeBron brings to him, man, but. But like I said, that's how we're going to end it. Uh want to thank my man, R.C., for coming through. want to thank Janelle for coming through. Like always, y'all check us out uh, on iTunes, share, uh, copy, paste, uh, comments, all that good stuff. Um, and catch us on Sunday where we go over the fights where I'm right again and we come back and we say, what happened to Danny Jacobs, and why did he go to sleep? Oh. Outsiders Boxing Podcast Midweek Show. We'll see y'all next time. We're out of here. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.